0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth. I'm back. I'm here, as always, bringing you another episode this week with a good friend of mine that uh, I met in college. He's awesome. He is real fun to be around, real fun to watch perform, as I say in this episode. It's my friend Drew Medek, and he came on the show today. We talked about uh, what he's been up to since graduation. Uh, when we both kind of both we last saw each other was his last last summer in Ellensburg talk about his solo projects that he's been working on performing live again and then we kind of just reminisce on some fun memories from partying together in college he has a ep on spotify that you should go check out it's actually really awesome uh it is called we can't be friends Uh, so if you just look up drew medak and that's m-e-d-a-k is his last name look up and then you should be able to see it on the spot i'm going to share it also and i'll tag it in the description and everything go check out that he's also on Bandcamp, and he just put out some stuff new stuff too he has a link on his instagram bio his instagram is at drudely uh, d-r-o-o-d-e-l-y so yeah go check out drew go follow him uh go listen to his projects his music uh he's an awesome guy yeah and be sure to also follow the podcast on instagram at i'm getting there pod And subscribe to, you know, wherever you listen to. I'm on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Amazon, Google Play. There's a bunch of them. So go subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review for the show and uh, hit that five-star button. That would be oh-so-great if you could. Uh, And if you want to... Support the show even further and help out the podcast and help it grow. You can donate to the show by clicking on the tip jar link in the description of the episode. And if you become a recurring member to that tip jar link each month, I got some private content up on the page, the Pinecast page. I have, I think I'm, I'm going to have about three solo episodes now up there. And also got some sets up there as well from before quarantine. Just the audio of it. So yeah, if you wanna go check that out and support the podcast, that is how you can do so. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy this episode with Drew.
1: I just never know how to begin.
2: So, uh, yeah, dude, um, how 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 have you been? Because it's, it has been so it has been so long since we've since we've talked or hung out or anything like that.
1: Yeah, well, I've been I've been all right. Um, I've really liked moving to Oregon so far. Nice. I've been yeah, here where for are,
2: like... Where are you at in Oregon
1: right now? Um, I live in a little town called Corvallis, and it's like kind of in between Salem and Eugene. Mm, okay, yeah.
2: Are you more towards the ocean, or kind of
1: in the middle, or? Yeah, I'm pretty close to the Oregon coast, about 45 minutes away, which is nice. Oh nice. yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. The
2: Oregon is. Uh, I've only driven through it. I've never spent like too much time there, but it always seemed cool. Like it always like. Driving through it, you're like, this kind of seems dope. Kind of seems like Washington a little bit, but a little different. I don't like a little
1: nicer yeah. weather. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slightly nicer weather. It's, it still rains a lot, but you know, I think the summers here are a lot nicer than Seattle, like consistently in terms of like sunny days. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. But you know, the winters are still. Pretty awful and shitty. <laughs> Not like Ellensburg, I was
2: gonna say I don't yeah, I don't miss that at all, dude. Like I I think about how cold and how rain rainy it used to get in Ellensburg and how much snow we used to get sometimes. And yeah, I don't like fuck that noise. I don't need
1: <laughs> definitely don't no need to go back there. <laughs> dude, yeah. That was Ellensburg was the worst in terms of winter. Like mm-hmm. I can yeah, deal just, with it here, but
2: <laughs> yeah, I describe it to people in California and I'm like, yeah, one morning I woke up and it was nine degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like just nine. I go, yep, yeah, just nine. And and it was windy too. So, I mean, yeah, it was, zero, yeah, it was, uh, But then the summers were, it was so weird because it was like the polar opposite in the summertime. I don't know if you, you kind of were one of the people that hung out in the summer, I think, right?
1: Oh, yeah. It was so fucking hot, like, every day. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there there was definitely,
2: (laughs) I can definitely, like, think back to, like, some really hot summer days where, like, a bunch of us were all sitting together, like, in a living room. Just all, like, just, like, blazed, just, like, all hot. The there's nothing. To, there's nothing else to do to cool down because we don't yeah. have an AC. So we're just like, uh, like just high and hot. Just like, oh my god,
1: <laughs> 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 so many summers, dude. <laughs> Our shirts just look like fucking garbage. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, uh, for those of you that don't know Drew, because Drew is somebody that I got to see quite a bit in college not only hanging out at parties and stuff like that but um, drew is a musician and i got to watch him play quite a bit actually and he's one of my many friends from college i would say that are like just were great to like hang out with but also great to like watch play because you played what you played in like uh you did went to like a lot of the jazz jams and stuff and you played in the jazz band right and then we also played in uh I I played
1: in vocal jazz too.
2: And then I remember. I I was like, I went to, I saw you in a couple different things.
1: I did way too much.
2: (laughs) But yeah, it was cool, man. Like, and like, how have you, I guess, I've seen you doing like some solo stuff you have going. Like, I've seen you playing some, playing some gigs that kind of like what you're doing right now is just kind of like playing with people and, and trying to like create your own, like, I don't know. Like, I uh, saw so you put out an EP a while back. Like, that was that was pretty dope. Um, like, how have you? I guess how are you? Like, trying to keep that going? I guess through the pandemic because it's probably hard. I guess over the the past like year or so, you probably haven't had too many like opportunities for like live gigs and stuff. I bet.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty dead for like maybe the first six months of the pandemic. Um, but then once the summer hit here, like, you were apparently allowed to still have live music in Oregon this whole time. I just had to be, like, outside or I had to be in, like, a well-ventilated space with, like, plexiglass in front of you or some shit, which I've definitely done. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, but same time, you know, I didn't, I didn't, like, want to play a ton of gigs because it's just kind of, like, it's still fun, like it's fun, mm-hmm. but it's just weird too. You know, you, you don't feel like, because there's just less people and maybe they feel weird too. And so the energy, you know, it's, they can't it's not like quite fully, there yet. They can't fully
2: be <laughs> in the moment of what's going yeah,
1: on. Exactly. Um, but recently I've played a couple gigs like outdoors at this uh, tap house here in Corvallis. That's, oh, nice. That's, yeah, they started lo- hosting live music, and they just built a stage and everything, so they're trying to get people to is come that what in. You,
2: is that what I saw you posted the other day, where you're kind of like in this, it looked like kind of like a gazebo type, like... Yeah,
1: a little tarp, <laughs> pretty like, much. Uh,
2: <laughs> it was dope, yeah, it looked like, uh, it looked like pretty cool, I was like, I mean, it's like, any, right now, anybody posting stuff, I mean, you're like, you know, it's like, it's like, you, you feel like people are like pioneers you know because it's just been so like shut down and now everybody's kind of getting back out there and stuff and when you see it you're like hell yeah dude like it's like uh i don't know what that how to equate that to anything but um you know what i mean though it just feels like we're like taking back the the i don't know our <laughs> i don't want to say freedom but i don't know what else to really i'm trying to think of something i don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah, just uh, kind of, you know, getting yeah. back to normal, I guess, like taking back the the normalcy or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It's like our artist freedom is coming back now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's not quite there yet, but the last gig I played, that outdoor gig one that you are just talking about, like, it was pretty fun. I invited a lot of my coworkers and a good amount of them came out. And Nice. You know, it was just really fun. The weather was kind of shitty at first, but then it like cleared up like right when we played, so it was perfect timing. Hell yeah, that's still Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I'm not playing like my own music right now, like live, because um, I don't really have a band or anything for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like the stuff I've been posting of me like playing live is mostly just me playing with like, cover groups, you know, where. We just play songs that, like, most of us know, and it's just easy.
2: Dude, that reminds me of um, that house party that uh, you guys threw our last year in Ellensburg, where you had the full, you guys had the full band, and whose house was, it? I think it was the the Cottages, do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that was at, like. I don't remember whose house uh, that was at. Yeah. It was that
2: corner one. But it was so awesome. Like you guys were playing everything. Like Yeah. Every song you could think of that would be great to hear. It was just like the ne- it was just the next song. I was just like yeah, this is cool. Over put this together.
1: Um, yeah. And
2: yeah, then you I guys- don't know if I
1: ever actually played like a full gig with them though. Like at those cottages. I think I think Brian Lawrence played keys most of the time. I think I might have like jammed like a couple tunes.
2: Yeah, I think, I think there, yeah, I think, I think, I think everybody, yeah, I think there was, like, it was cool to watch, like, people just kind of jump in, and, and then jump, like it was, like, different, you know, groups yeah. kind of playing together, and I was, like, singing with Bray on, like, YMCA at one point, I think, just, like, <laughs> like drinking out of a bottle, I don't know, it was just <laughs> just plastered, just yeah, craziness, yeah, <laughs> um, no, dude, yeah, it's, a. Uh, it's always, um, it was always fun. Yeah. To hang out with you guys and be around you guys, like at the jazz jams and stuff at the bars was a really good time. And I think at the
0: cornerstone pie,
2: that was like, I think when I was hanging out and probably going to them the most.
1: Yeah. It was when they were there. They were there and at Brooklyn's a lot too.
2: Yeah. A lot of people didn't know about that. And I was like, I feel like more people should know about this. Like, this is like actually really cool and it's just it felt like only like a small group was like just watching yeah really awesome yeah players just like yeah i don't know it was it was fun just to be also just like half drunk (laughs) your friends are just all jamming yeah good times i remember somebody's birthday was there and then there was a song like everybody broke out and was dancing together and it felt like a fucking felt like a scene out of like a (laughs) like a movie or something you know like a a movie yeah (laughs) or something Uh, everybody's dancing around yeah you're like expecting like uh just like a fucking just like a yeah just like a scene out of a musical or something I don't fucking know I mean, But, <clears throat> dude, I <laughs> I was, like, when I asked you to do the podcast, I was, like, thinking back, like, like man, like, there's definitely, like, a bunch of great, funny moments with Drew, like, not only at, like, parties, but also, like, we worked together briefly, um, oh, God. and <laughs> that was, like, I think one of the funnest jobs that I've ever had. Uh, yeah in my life. And like that group of people that was working there at that time. And I'm sure before that too, like that, that place is just like so much fun and shout out to Jim because yes, he's like the coolest, like the coolest boss.
1: Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> like for real the though.
1: Boss we, we could have possibly had because all of us should have been fired. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> dude this stuff like i try to explain to people like how working with a bunch of working with a bunch of like friends that you get high with also it's just like you come up with we came up with names like you guys had names for everything when i got there but then we like i remember like like adding to it a little bit and then just like making these stories of like there was like the towel box gym and there was oh, yeah. Like we would just name like everything. Like we named like the tomato sauce. And name, we named like the bin that like the dishes would sit in, or like the pico bin. And like they, it was just like these intricate stories. That we would come up with. It's like me and John and Ian and you. Oh man, like those those were the best. Yeah, when I saw in the schedule that it was going to be, there's a couple days where it was like me, you, John, and Ian. I was like, dude, this is gonna be the fucking best. Like, yeah, was- <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we were so high as fuck too. Lord, <laughs> uh, I was telling somebody
2: the other day about slapping food out of people's hands onto the ground because, like, that. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that was like, you guys don't understand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, I had a friend I worked
2: with. At Taco Del Mar that would just, if you like walked up to me like, look what I made. He would just smack it onto the fucking
1: floor. <laughs> oh my God. So many times. Fucking John.
0: I watched him do it to you a couple of times and it was so <laughs> funny
2: <laughs> he would just be like, oh my God. <laughs> like he would just be on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Jim loved it too. Yeah. Yeah, that's like oh, man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like he would make himself a quesadilla or something to, like go on break eat.
1: <laughs> Dude, I had the the most terrible shits ever working there. Oh yeah. Just, so many burritos every day. So many beans. <laughs> so many beans.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> there was times where like you would show up to work. And I'd be in the back, like, just with a burrito in my, in my hands. I'd be like, what's up, dude? <laughs> Look at me.
1: It's like my fourth one.
2: <laughs> what's crazy, too, and and it doesn't, <coughs> it'll never sound like it based on what we just said, but that was, like, the busiest Taco Del Mar in the whole fucking world. <laughs> And we're just high making burritos. It was that like, we were like we're super yeah. efficient and everything. It was like kind of crazy. You yeah like it's like it's it was like the ultimate. We were like. yeah. It was like the yeah. I feel like Jim is the best at like if you come in and you do your job, it doesn't matter if you're like he had to have known. Like there's no way, dude. Like, oh, he, knew. <laughs> <was talking> <laughs> he had to have known, man.
1: Like, Keep, like, like I'd be in the back, like, singing or something, or just doing something weird, or, like, Megan Pico would be like, I'm for the man," you know? <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> and Jim would be like, how fucking high are you today? <laughs> and I'm like, just a little bit, just a little bit today. <laughs> just, a, just a light, just
2: a light little bit today. Oh, man. Yeah, that place is awesome, though. I I tell people all the time, and I've talked about it on here a few times, it's like, one of my favorite things in the world was just, like, watching somebody just completely struggle, like, with how to tell you, like, you'd ask them the questions, you know, like, with their food, and yeah. it was just like, <laughs> for them to, like, say the words of what they wanted, like, just to, be like, oh, like, it was... I don't know. I just, I thought it was like a super interesting, like almost like a human experiment every day. Yeah. It's like trying to figure out the perfect way to like get somebody to do this thing, like the right way. (laughs) It's just like,
1: (laughs) it's like, you want some guacamole? Like, like, like on the burrito? Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding a fucking steaming tortilla in front of your face. where else <laughs> like... oh man <laughs> did we have get... a parody we... so kids would show up and they're all just like fucked up and you have still to just
2: rolling yeah. yeah yeah people still rolling on on molly and, and just high and they're just like uh, uh, <laughs> their teeth are fully clenched and they're they just need food like you're like dude i'm gonna get it for you like you really need to eat this. I can tell. Like you've been, yeah. you've been at the gorge for three days. You probably like, you probably only brought enough food for one day or something. And <laughs> 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 you've just been we high, it all you've up. <laughs> <in> balls. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't slept. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that was great. Just every all those weekends because it, it was such a different like the categories of people it would be like paradiso and you would just have all these people that like the rave people and then you would have uh dave matthews band and you'd have all the dave people come through and yeah. you'd have like um like jack country one. Yeah, or like country, country one. yeah what was the country one um watershed yeah you'd have this country that was the worst dude those people were the <laughs> yeah. worst Oh, my God. If there's a group of fans that is, like, if you rank them, they're definitely at the bottom in terms of, like, <laughs> like, con- like, being kind or, like, cleaning up after themselves or <laughs> knowing wh- how to order what you even make at the rest. Like, t- dude, <laughs> those people. Because, <laughs> like, nobody, it's all just, like, if you think about the types of drugs that people are doing at these different concerts you've been naming. Like, Watershed is the one where they're, they're doing, the, like, they're just, they're drinking and they're doing coke like that's it like there's no like nobody's getting high and being yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like no one's getting high and listening to fucking Florida Georgia line or whatever the fuck <laughs> like it's all yeah, it's, PBR <laughs> yeah it's just yeah they're just drinking Bud Light PBR and doing coke off their car keys it's just fucking awful <laughs> <laughs>
1: beautiful beautiful people
2: yeah yeah sorry sorry if i offended anybody but also (laughs) i mean (laughs) i yeah i mean i go to metal concerts there's just it just smells like weed and and people are probably also doing cocaine i imagine
1: most likely (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder
2: what that's like to do cocaine and then listen to really fast metal. It probably feels so intense.
1: Oh, yeah. I, uh, you know, that's just... I know some people who play metal that do coke, so, you know, there's... Okay,
2: yeah, <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, Yeah,
1: I mean, that was... Uh,
2: you look at, like, old pictures of, like, band- bands back in the day, like Metallica and stuff, and you can just tell... Yeah, like once you've had friends that—that's so such a funny thing, dude—is like once you've had friends do drugs and you like watch them and you see what they look like when they're on different drugs, then you start to look at like movies and celebrities and like that's something about the human like zeitgeist or whatever that we don't talk about or like uh, is like how easy it is to tell that someone else is on drugs and like <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Like, you only know it once you do or watch somebody do drugs and you're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like, like I never really understood, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never really understood what, why people looked a certain way until I started smoking weed. And then I was like, oh, those people are just high. Yeah. Like, it's so, that's so funny. Like, it's definitely something that you, that you don't learn in school. Like, I feel like that should be part of like sex ed it should be like people on drugs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, i agree right yeah. dude
0: like <laughs> i mean i hey, guess they where? have that. they kind of have movies
2: like that but they did it so poorly like reefer madness and like all that other shit it's like <laughs> this is you this is you a marijuana and you're like come on like they should have realistic i don't know that should that should really be part of sex ed like here's how to tell if somebody's tripping balls on acid
1: <laughs> they have a lot of energy and they think they're like
2: their pupils are game. huge and they're yeah. like telling you what the trees are telling them yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude ah, holy shit man I'm working at my old Trader Joe's was a trip cause like I mean There's a pretty, you know, big homeless population around my old Trader Joe's in Ballard. Yeah. And there's just a bunch of, like, RVs and stuff, like, parked on the street behind it. And, you know, you just see people, like, shooting up heroin and, like, smoking crack on the street. Like, not, like, during the day. I mean, sometimes during the day. But, like, (laughs) mostly it'd be, like, after a night shift. I'd, like, be driving home. And there's, there's this one particular time I was, like, leaving the parking lot. And, like, I stop at a stop sign. Some dude's just walking across the street. He's, like, really skinny and already kind of, like, weird. And I'm like, okay, this dude's probably going to fucking smoke some crack or something. <laughs> Literally, right when I said that, he just, like, gets out a crack pipe and just hits it and goes, Woo-hoo! And then just <laughs> keeps going. <laughs> and I... I just started laughing. I was, like, horrified, but I also just... I just it's like, one of those things
2: laughing. where you can't even comprehend, like, the... Yeah, you just have to laugh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even, like... <laughs> like, like
1: what did I just see?
2: <laughs> Can you imagine if that's how, like, smoking weed, like, every time you smoked, you were just like, "Whoa!" Like, <laughs> <It> just...
1: <laughs> Well, you know, remember me when I'd get high, I'd be like, "Ha!" <laughs> like, yeah, oh, dude, yeah, that was <laughs> that was like
2: how you people knew you were like at the house. Sometimes you would just come, you'd, you'd like come in, and you would just be like, <laughs> 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 I'd
1: Be like, "Dude, fucking Drew's here!" Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, god, so amazing. We'd like call it across campus to each other too <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> at least dude. i would with like troy <laughs> and like uh,
2: yeah like there was like a yeah like the that was part of like the thing like that group there was like a i, I mean, mean that, i don't oh, know if it, it's definitely not a secret anymore like but it i don't even know if it was a secret at all ever but probably. yeah there was like this smoking group that in college that I feel like you were like one of the grandmasters of. You were like one of the original.
1: Um, maybe I don't know. I I think it I think it kind of started being a thing with like me and like Brayden.
2: I think yeah. Like, I think it was.
1: Wasn't that like Brayden's?
2: Goes. Wasn't that the Brayden's? Like, it was it like the cottage? I think right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think that was like the. I think I went to, like, the last one that was there, and then we started doing it at, when I moved in with Bray at the duplex. And that, was, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Dude, there was one night, bro. I, we, <laughs> There was one night in particular, dude. <laughs> there was so many people over. It was, like, I've never seen so many pieces be, ex- like, it was, it was, like, a full rotation, like, You would smoke a piece, and then you would pass it, and then another piece would be handed to you. Yeah. You would hit it again, and you just, that kept happening, because there was so many, (laughs) you were just like, (laughs) it was like that scene in The Grinch when he's, like, getting the fudge and all the, the, like, shit put in his mouth, (laughs) and either, like, more fudge. Jim Carrey's just like, ah! It was just like, oh, my God, like, there's so many, and I just remember, I remember, like, All of us being like, dude, we should get Jack in the Box. Then it just being chaos. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or, like, trying to order pizza or just any, like, yeah. That was so much fun, though, just to have that many people all together and just get fucking ripped. Like, I've never, like, laughed that hard with that many people, I don't think, at
1: the same time. Well, dude, yeah. Well, especially since, like, well, especially since, like, you, me, and Brayden had like such distinctive, like really fucking loud laughs that just like started a chain reaction, like every time because they're like, all so different that it was just like so cacophonous. Dude, just Bray's like,
2: laugh is so contagious. It's <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Like he just starts giggling, and you're like, dude, I can't. Like he, it's just funny. Like, and then he, like there's so many people. Yeah. Yeah, so many people I know just be like, that's like always the thing they'd comment on about Brave, like when they'd, they'd be hanging out. It's like, dude, his laugh is is crazy. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, try just being home and then like you're high and you just hear it in the other room. Your room. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, what is he
1: laughing at? You just have to go see. <laughs> yeah. always <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> you're like, what is he? What's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> Or it's, like, really dumb, but it's still funny because it's them yeah. laughing.
2: Yeah, like, oh, man. Such good times, too, dude. I remember I remember a couple parties at that place where it'd be, like, fucking packed in my living room kitchen area. And, and then we'd just be in the back with the door closed. And it'd be all, like, we'd be all chilling, just, like, super blazed. And there would just be this Fucking, I mean, that happened at, like, your guys's place, too, a bunch of times. Like, there's just, like, there's, like, the chill room where I'd always be, and mm. I just never had, like, the vibes were never <laughs> matching. Like, I'd go to the other room and be like, hey, <laughs> and it would just be <laughs>
1: fucking drunk people, like, <laughs> woo, just, like... <laughs> Well, this is not for me, man. I need to go back over where I was. <laughs> that was like my room at Fort Sampson. That was like, yeah, exactly. Go to like, my where's, room. And fucking...
2: Where's <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I need to go. I need to get away
1: from here. But people would like smoke cigarettes in my room sometimes, and I'd oh, be like, rip, "All right, rip. y'all, there's a fucking balcony right there." <laughs> <Yeah. That's laughs> or I'd rip, just be bro. like too drunk and to care and be like, "All right, give me a cigarette too." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, dude, there was definitely times, too, where you'd be, like, mixing. Like, you, like, dude, I like, I, I, like, tell stories about you sometimes. Like, I'd be like, my friend Drew, bro, like, I've never seen somebody take bong rips like this dude. Because you would sometimes mix it, like, with, you'd do, like, half and half, like kind of like a spliff, right? Oh, yeah, I still do that. <laughs> dude, yeah. <laughs> Just like Great. take it, take it like a huge. I'd be like, whole. I, one time I was like, yo, dude, load me up one of those. Like, I was like, I want to see what's going on with this. <laughs> fucking dude i was so i couldn't stand up for like a half hour I was just like oh my god like i because yeah. i watched you i was like that can't be can't be that bad you know he's like taking those pretty like simple like they don't look too and you're like here you go bro and i like just roast the whole thing and i just I remember like sitting there and you're like all right I'm, i'll be back and i think it was like me and somebody else and i was just like Dude, I don't know when, when is this going to go away? Like, <laughs> when is the, like, when is the Nick buzz going to go away? Cause it was so strong. I was like, I never dipped, but that's like the closest <clears throat> I think I've come to like, what that feels like probably. So i I'm just, I'm yeah. like, yeah, it was, uh, I've never just like bong ripped. A, it's like bong
1: ripping a spliff basically. I don't even know what it's called. Yeah. We had lots of different names for it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah i mean yeah it it's intense but it's weird because it uses like so much less tobacco you know Mm -hmm. i go through like a pack of cigarettes in like a week or two you know it was like i base you know basically was smoking like a cigarette or two a day even though i was doing those fucking ginormous like that's like uh but the buzz was just so much better than like smoking a cigarette like and it's like filtered and everything, so it's just like more like blah, like to the dome.
2: Yeah, it's kind of got like kind of like dabbing, I guess, for weed almost. It's like a, it's it sounds like a similar thing. Like that's why I do dabs and why I've always kind of done dabs is because it's just so much quicker and it's like so much. It's just a you know, it's just that little bit of oil. I mean, you could really go, you could really start getting crazy if you're doing big globbers. But yeah, I don't know. It's not. Yeah, it's like I feel like it's like a similar thing. Like you're just trying to be more efficient. Totally. With what you're using. And yeah, I mean uh I've had like somebody somebody down here had a freaking it was like a they did like a swisher sweep but they did they like kept some of the tobacco in there and did like kind of like Sixty forty with tobacco and weed and I actually really liked it a lot I was like oh this is dope like I wish I because they don't sell tobacco and weed in like the, the market down And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming in Oregon they don't do it either you can't go and buy like blunts or buy like stuff that's like tobacco and weed together in the dispensaries at least in California no. and no. <clears throat> I think they should hey. be uh, I'm hoping there's a crossover eventually because it's like that's that would be the coolest is to go buy like a hand rolled fucking nice backwoods already rolled you know what I mean yeah like, with a nice like filter and or to go buy like some like weed that's mixed with tobacco already and it has it's like that's like nice like the tobacco's like curated you know to be like of a nicer quality like there's definitely a market for that and I feel like they're slipping on not doing that or not having something set up for that where you can they might need to just make it its own shop or something or like make it a section in the dispensary where you can only buy it if you're like 25 and over or something stupid I don't fucking know I'm just spitballing like what do you think like I don't I don't know I feel like they should
1: do it though I think spliffs would definitely, like, at least, like, yeah, like, pre-made spliffs and everything would be nice. Oh, dude. Like, would buy those, dude? There, like... There's some people that, like, like me, you know? Like, I don't really... I will, like, I do like to smoke weed by, by itself, but, like, most of the time I prefer it, like, with tobacco, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't like smoking tobacco by itself either, you know? I just love... The combination, like they're just like the power combo. It's yeah,
2: yeah. Like so many people <clears throat> I know, like only smoke blunts or like spliffs. Like spliffs is such a common like, thing with like like I have friends back home and stuff. Not so much down here, really. People like smoke more. Let's like more blunts and like just like loading up a fucking backwards, like a whole eighth. Which is just insane. (laughs) (laughs) So much weed. (laughs) God. So much resin too. That's why, like, yeah. Like, I'd rather hit it in a bowl, I guess. Like you're saying, because also just like the paper burning after a while gets old. You're like, I don't want. I don't want to hit this harsh thing anymore. Like, I just want this. I just want this nice, like, quick. You know, one and done. To the dome,
1: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's what I prefer. You know, I I use a lot less tobacco that way. You know, I'm consuming a lot less tobacco, but getting way more buzzed that way. Like, like seriously, like I smoke an entire cigarette, and I just don't, I don't feel barely anything. But then I use, then I take a little snap, what I call it, Mm -hmm. and you know, put a like. Maybe like 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 one twentieth of the cigarette (laughs) into the bowl with some weed, and I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Like, (laughs) you know. So and
2: and then yeah,
1: not saying tobacco is good and everything. I you know I'm trying to like cut down, which is why I have like this vape now. So I'm just nice, but you know, still you know it's if you're gonna smoke tobacco and also be a stoner that's the way to go. Cause you're going to save a lot on yeah. both for weed sure. and tobacco <laughs> and combining it. Cause it's for just sure. like such a crazy combo. Yeah it, it, it but, is, yeah. it is a good buzz. Yeah, for sure.
0: <coughs> uh,
2: like I wanted to ask you, like, um, cause I saw, you know, you put out some stuff like in the beginning of quarantine and you've been kind of seen, you know, you posting, like, are you trying to um, like put out like more music like in the near future are you working on more music or like how's like how's how's that going like with like your kind of your personal stuff
1: um i've got a lot of projects right now um a lot of like unfinished ones you know okay um those little in the closet videos that i made like sort of you know towards the beginning of quarantine and they were just kind of the test my virtual skills, you know, see if I could actually like, you know, record something at home and like make it sound good. And also have like all the camera angles of me doing everything. Um, And, you know, people that have inspired me always even before COVID have been like Jacob Collier and like his insane sense of harmony and like also just his video editing skills. Like he just puts out these amazing videos and they're, He's got all the camera angles showing exactly what he's doing, exactly what chords he's playing, and, you know, and every, you know, vocal harmony he's doing too. And I just, you know, kind of wanted to try that myself. And it, I kind of, um, you know, I kind of kept doing it for a little bit, but then, you know, I, I just don't have the gear to do it like consistently, you know? Yeah, I have yeah. very, like, like, I just have, like, a, a little Canon camera that I go shoot with. It, you know, it looks good and everything, but I don't have, like, a tripod or anything. Like, I just need to, like, you know, make this place more f- friendly for that kind of environment. Like you. Like, you, get, you got, like, that nice little mic stand and, like, you know. Oh,
2: yeah. The- like, uh, for for podcasting and stuff, like, yeah, it's uh, it's made it a lot easier to have, like, have this. And, like, I've learned how to use, um, like, mixing equipment and stuff just for like better quality um but yeah i see what you mean though because i mean i mean i've been like thinking about that same kind of stuff like how can i make like how can i make like i recently got a tripod for my phone for when i go do comedy i've been putting out more of that because it's it was like like you're saying like uh you, you you get inspired by people and you're like i you feel like you're like i can you know i can create like I can create content like that, right? And like, uh, and that's kind of was my that was kind of my goal, I guess, with uh, like starting to film my sets every time was just um, getting like little snippets here and there. Because uh, I'm like, I imagine with with music and stuff, you it's not like you can just. I mean, you could like just set up a camera and like just play and like record that and like you could post something like that but it takes like i think there's more production and what you're like what you're talking about like getting more gear and being able to like have different like sh- kind of more like showcasing what's going on but also um like putting into the music and stuff like and yeah <clears throat> that's cool though dude i mean like you, i've seen like you've been you've been slowly like upgrading it seems like you got some new equipment like you got a new piano
1: i think what not too long ago um yeah yeah the, i bought a new keyboard just purely for gigging you know because i wanted something more lightweight it was you know just easy to transport because like my, my cord right here it's a great keyboard still works pretty well but it's just super heavy and you know it's kind of in, in need of a little bit of repair right now. So uh, I've just been kind of retiring it to home. Nice. And it's also like almost thrown out my back so many times that I'm just like, you know what? I need to get a fucking lighter keyboard. <laughs> like, yeah. it's.
2: Yeah, like.
1: Yeah. That's, <laughs> I
2: can imagine that's got to be a pain, like moving it around and, and like it's probably got a bit of a case that makes it look like a lot bigger than what it is right now too so it's probably like super bulky and
1: yeah it's it's not fun to carry around i mean it has wheels and everything but you know still like trying to get it up steps and get it out of your car and into your car again it's not like it's not like like...
2: bars or like show venues and stuff or like optimal places to like easily get in and out
1: of either you know no. <laughs> <laughs> or, or even just find a parking space to like unload your shit like mm-hmm. you know yeah, so I kind
2: of i kind of started at least had to like learned some of what that is like with my pa system for my comedy show uh because it's like It's like downstairs in there, but the getting around and in it, and I have like this big, I don't think I need all this stuff, but I don't know really what I'm doing. (laughs) So I like have this, my grandpa gave me this mixer, then I have like this box that has like a compressor and like two different equalizers, and then it also has this big like power amp in it. And I'm like, I don't need it all this for like people talking yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it's just like he uh it's really awesome how it happened actually my grandpa up in Washington was has a friend that was a musician like his whole life and collected and had like a ton of equipment and he I guess he was like passing away and he was trying to like basically like donate or like sell or you know give it and try to give his equipment out to as many people as possible and I had just happened to mention to him like a few weeks before that that, you know, that I was looking for like a, like if anybody had like a used PA system. And so he, I think he just like grabbed a bunch of stuff and put it together and was like, here you go. And I like paid like, I think like three or four hundred bucks for it. But yeah, I think it's like a lot of it is, a lot of it is definitely unnecessary. I would try to figure out how to like use it because I've just been hauling this stuff like, like, to the bar and back every time. I'm like, I feel like this is so unnecessary.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just, like, yeah. big
2: setup. I'm like, dude, I, like, don't need any of this.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how I was not like, in high school and college, you know, too. Because, you know, I was very big into, like, oh, I want to yeah. have the best PA. Like, I don't care if it's going to be a pain in the ass. Like, I want it to sound good. And then it just always ended up being too much, you know. Like, why do we need these giant-ass fucking speakers for, like, you know, playing at a jazz, you know, or just, like, a little restaurant or whatever, you know? We don't need this. Um, and even now, like, I, I have two PA speakers, like, two Mackie, like, Thumps, and they've they've been great speakers and stuff, but, like, still, like, you know, in this in this day, day and age, like, you can buy an 8-inch speaker, which is, like, probably, like, half the size of what i have mm-hmm. in terms of like the actual enclosure and everything and it's going to be like 20 pounds lighter and it's still it could you know there's still going to be a thousand watts so it's still going to like project you know you can buy these yeah. tiny little speakers that are fucking powerful yeah. as shit these days um so yeah that's kind of what i've been thinking too like you know do i really need these thumps like or could i just get like two little eight inch speakers call it good, you know, because I don't I don't, you know, personally, I think I think people over mic things a lot at venues, especially, you know, at like bars and restaurants that have like, you know, punk bands or like heavily amplified bands and stuff like that. I don't understand the temptation to amplify it more. I get it. It makes it louder and more exciting, Mm -hmm. but you can't hear as much of the musical stuff going on because it's just like it's just, a wow, fucking cacophony it. of noise and overtones. Just like, yeah, dude, yeah I agree like, with
2: you on that. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. I there's this, there's this bar here in Corvallis. They, they're called bombs away cafe. I love, I love, I love this place. It's great. But they have such a gigantic sound system. Like they have like, four subwoofers that are just like above like the front door (laughs) like like, a whole array of speakers and this place is like not big at all like this place is like probably like maybe two two thousand square feet of space you know (laughs) it's not and there's like you know they like mic the jazz groups that play there and i'm like why do you why it's just, like, it sounds so loud, and you just can't, like, I don't know, <laughs> just, like, spike the vocals and the bass, maybe, and, and like, put the drums in there, like, a tiny bit. Like, you don't need to, like, fucking have everything, like, bah! you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I agree with you, because I, I go, like, I'm a really big fan of, like, metal music and stuff, and I've been to a lot of shows where all you can really hear is just, like, the lead guitar just like in the screaming and they sound the same. And it's just like this high pitch kind of, and then you just hear the 808. The boof, and it's just like, you constantly <laughs> get like the fucking floor shaking and you're like sick. Like, it's just, I agree with what you're saying. Like, it would be nice for them to, for it not to be so loud to like, they can definitely turn it down and still like, the volume is going to match the energy of the of the band, I think. I think that's yeah. kind of like what they... I think that's like a worry, it feels like to me. It's like, the volume's not going to be loud enough for like, it's going to start to feel like something's wrong with the speak. Like, I don't know. People are yeah. weird. I feel like, it, I agree with you, dude, it could be way less, like, the volume could be turned down.
1: Not a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of things, dude. Yeah. You know, it's just, I think part of it is just like, you know, the, like, it's just what to expect like when going to a concert is it's just it's been like that for decades is that it's just loud you know <laughs> and it's just you know loud it's, in your face. even since the 70s you know my mom you know she passed away like when was it oh gosh 8 years ago but anyway she went to a led zeppelin concert in, like the late 70s and Damn. She had, like, permanent tinnitus just from that one fucking Led Zeppelin concert. She's like, worth it! <laughs> I'm like, Are, really? Are you sure? <laughs> well, but yeah, yeah. dude. I've, I've definitely suffered hearing damage, too, just from concerts and playing in bands and stuff That's like that. to say,
2: we have people playing next to you. Like, all was... Yeah, all those horns just (laughs) in a practice room, I bet it's so loud. Like, I I can't imagine, like it probably affects, like, I've seen um, like, I've noticed it with a couple other friends who are musicians too, like, they've already kind of noticed their hearing, they've noticed some, like stuff with it just from just from being like around the or in the practice room all the time you know I imagine it takes its takes its toll after a while yeah it's like with it's like with anything though you know like if you're if you're somebody that's like uh constantly like putting like any part of your body under pressure it's gonna have or under like stress it's gonna have an effect over time
1: yeah yeah yeah. Still not deaf, but you know. Definitely like I find myself saying like what a lot more, you know <laughs> like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. You
2: know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um well listen dude, like this has been this has been a fun time, uh fun time catching up and, and and going reminiscing. I feel like we reminisced over a, a good amount of the good old days as uh, I feel like we can say now, I don't know. I don't think it's the good old days. I, I think of some <laughs> good days, but I think there's better days ahead, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: College was fun.
1: Yeah. And it's cool to see really-
2: everybody kind of, um, it's cool to see everybody kind of like go on and do their, start to do their own thing, you know? Like we were all kind of just like there and it felt like we were like stuck in this like moment in time. Like we're all just like, all we all just wanted, we all just wanted our degrees. We're all just like, "Ah, we're just here for a piece of paper. Like, what's up dude? Like, (laughs) like yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we (laughs) just have to live here. Um, but yeah, it's been cool to see everybody go on and do their own thing. It's been cool to watch you like, uh, you know, the content that you put out, I've been following and, and, and staying up with it and, um, yeah, dude, it's cool to see you playing gigs again. And uh, yeah, everybody go follow Drew. Where can where can people check you out, man? Where can people like online? Where can people go look at what you got up on? Um, um
1: well, I got I got my Bandcamp page. Um, I can share the screen with you if you want to.
0: Yeah, or just uh, tell or do you have, if you have like the link
2: or something? I can. Um, I guess I can post it. Uh, I can post it when I. When I dropped the episode.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm on Bandcamp. Um, I've got my EP and another older EP on there too. Um, if you just type in Drew Medoc, you should find it. But um, the actual link is just Drew Medoc one at dot Okay. Pretty pretty boring. <laughs> but you know, uh, there's that, and then there's my YouTube, uh, which is just, again, just my name, Drew Beddock. I um, can't remember. Let me look up the link real quick. Link. Yeah, it's just youtube.com slash user slash and then you can find my channel but if you also just type in my name you'll find it um and you'll find my most recent thing i put out which is a jazz piece i just wrote and i haven't really ever attempted to write like a purely just jazz piece other than like arrangements i did in college of other people's songs so that was kind of a fun experiment and um, so check that out it's called bald hill um Else. I'm on Spotify too. If you type in Drew Medlock, you'll see my EP called "We Can't Be Friends" on there. It's got the really trippy picture, character-esque picture of me that my yeah my friend yeah. It's just again. <laughs> yeah, no, he's Graham did a great job with that album cover. He's he was actually the sign artist at my old Trader Joe's, and also just happened to be like a really good. Caricature artist, and oh, cool. I, I just asked him to make the album cover, and yeah, did a great job.
2: <laughs> that's so dope. Yeah, that's such a good like. Yeah, such a like, such mm. a good connection to come across. Like a yeah, yeah. like a good like a good artist and stuff is is always it's always good. I've been trying. I've been thinking about updating the the logo for this podcast because it's kind of just something I made like on a, I think it was on like Fiverr or some shit. I don't know. It was just (laughs) quick something. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking about, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Like were you, did he, did you give him any ideas for it? Or was he just like, here you go, dude, here's this design that I made for you.
1: (laughs) I was kind of just like, hey, like, I want something, like, kind of psychedelic looking, but also okay. just, like, with my face on it. <laughs> nice. Just kind of make it look trippy and, like, and moody, too. And he's like, yeah, dude. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, he
2: definitely killed it.
1: Yeah. It was a very moody, moody uh, EP, too, because, you know, it was just kind of after really falling for someone and then getting rejected and I was just having a really tough time with it, and yeah, it really, it really helped me kind of um, get through it. And also, like, it's it's fun to like when you write songs to like listen to them months later and, and like learn new things from your own lyrics because wow. you know. So in the moment when I was writing it, that like I didn't really care about the lyrics. I was just like, whatever, you know, this is how I'm feeling. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. And then I look back on that and I'm like, ooh, you know, I'm glad I, like, said that out loud, because maybe I, maybe I shouldn't do these things to myself anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So. That's
2: cool, dude. Yeah, you get, like, that perspective shift, and yeah, that that's interesting, because I've listened to, like, old um, podcasts that I've done, and... I've like listened to myself just go on about a thing. I'm like, I don't. What am I? Ta- what am I even saying? Like, what am I <laughs> yeah. About? What the fuck? <laughs> like, so I could kind of relate to what you're saying a little bit there. But yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's got to be trippy to, especially when you're feeling like such a, like a different emotion. I bet than what you were feeling when you listened later. That's got to be a trip because like, it probably brings back those feelings, but then you, like, are, they're, like, you're looking at them different, like you said. You're, like, it's probably good I said that, you know? Like, yeah, it's, like, making you, like, kind of, like, look inward and reflect a lot, I bet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that's definitely one of the rewards, I feel like, if, you know, just creating something and recording it, you know, not only you know you can get people you can have people respond positively to it and that makes you feel good you know you know I feel like I like that more than anything you know I don't really try to make money off of any of this music you know but I just I like it when people can sympathize with me and, and it just makes me feel better and it makes me feel good that like I'm also making people happy too you know instead of you know I could have just posted a bunch of depressing shit on Facebook or whatever Yeah. and people be like oh, what's this dude's problem you know? <laughs> yeah. but I feel like you know it's, it's so much people want to hear it when it's like or it's I don't know
2: dude yeah it's like it's it's much it's, more meaningful
1: when you make something artistic out of it and yeah
2: yeah you're like expressing like emotion and like your truth basically and like this is what I'm feeling and Like, that's, it's super, it's super cool anytime, uh, you see, like, I feel like somebody go into, like, um, what's it, like a creative, like, uh, what's it called? Fucking shit. Um where you get kind of like hooked on the on the process or like what you're working on you kind of get like obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I imagine you kind of started to felt some similar when you were working on this project. You it kind of like took you took over you or in some aspect and you were like I got to do this, I got to make this, I got it's got to be this way.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, that's like the that's like I feel like at some point dude it's like not even you. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? It's like the thing itself. It just has to come out and you're like the channel of it.
1: Exactly. It's. That's, that, that's a great way to put it. You know, it's just. Right? Like. Exactly it's exactly like what happens.
2: Yeah. It's like this feeling or thing or like you see it and you like want it to just be in, into reality and you're like, I, I got to make this real. I can't like. and I, And it's like, it's weird because it's like, is it you doing that? Or is it like, the thing itself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But uh... that's, that's how I like recorded that eat beef, really. I mean, because I was so overwhelmed with this you know, the sadness and just like I was just so I was so sick of being sad, you know. Mm-hmm. I I I lost weight because I was so fucking depressed for like a month when I just like barely ate. And, like, you know, I was hurting myself emotionally and physically more than ever, I felt like. So it was just the time to, like, get it out. And when I finally had, like, decided to do it and wrote the chord progressions on the piano and everything, like, I didn't stop. I I spent, like, maybe three days, like, making that AP, really. Like, recording, playing, I maybe only spent three days, but they were, like, fucking... 10 hour days like literally just me sitting at my computer fucking smoking weed, not leaving the house for like three days straight. Wow. So like 30, thir- 30, hours of work into that little much time. And then I, and then I sent it over to my friend Jordan to mix it, you know, when I finally had edited it enough, like kind of over the following weeks, you know, here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It just, it, Totally possessed me exactly like how you describe it. It was.
2: So cool. <laughs> it's cool when that happens, dude.
1: I know. I wish it would happen to me more often. <laughs> <laughs> the succubus of yeah. music needs to fuck me more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's so funny. Oh, man. Dude, this has been so much fun, dude. Um, yeah, like, go follow Drew. Go check out his EP on Spotify. I'll make sure to share it uh, when the episode comes out. And I'll tag him and all of his stuff on Instagram. So, yeah, make sure to follow him. Check him out. And, yeah, dude, um, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks for having me.
2: This is good times. I, uh, I think I'm going to be making my way – up to washington and i'm gonna be driving so i'll let you know when i'm around corvallis cause it's <coughs> cool to stop off and say what's up smoke you, take dude. some
1: bong rips with you dude absolutely i am yeah yeah if you do if you decide to stop i mean if you're driving up i5 um it's only you know 10 minutes from i5
2: oh cool yeah i'm gonna but, be hit up on i5 so i'll for sure let you know because yeah, that would be sick
1: cool man Cool dude.
2: Well have a have a good one.
1: Yeah, you too, man. You gotta check out your podcast stuff some more. <laughs>